Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew, and today I'm going to be talking about the uh, the the state of this football club, the uh, sorry state that this football club is in at the moment. Um, and something I want to pinpoint right at the start is, uh, I think from my lifetime, um, you know, which is 1994 when I was born, so I was obviously born into the Beckham class of '92. Sir Alex Ferguson era was very lucky to do so. Uh, this right now, this Jan- January 2020, is the lowest point this team has this team has been. Not ever, of course, because Man United have been relegated before. Other things have happened. Um, you know, other you know, like like there was the Bubsy Bubsy uh, Babes um, crash and all that sort of thing. I'm not talking about those sorts of things. Uh, I'm just talking about some of the other stuff. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean. You're in the January transfer window, and you look at this team, and you look at specifically the midfield. The midfield is clearly this team's biggest problem right now. And you think, okay, uh, Pogba's injured. Pogba's going anyway. Like it, to me, it doesn't matter if Pogba's injured or fit, uh, because he's supposed to be leaving. So what's the point in trying to put him into this team? Uh, Matic is uh, past it. And is one of the players available to play. Fred is having to work his socks off. Because he's the only. Um, in his prime-ish. Um, not past it player. Who is available in the midfield. Scott McTominay is going to be out for a little while. Um, is it James Garner? J- Jane, James Gar- Gardner, Garner I think his name is. He's like 19 or 20. He's just come in th- into the team. He can't like lead. The, I say lead the front lines. That's a bit of an army term isn't it? He can't be in the midfield every week. Uh, he's, you know, uh, do you expect him to play against upcoming games that we've got, like Leicester and Liverpool and some of these other really big games? Like, you can't put that all on his shoulders. Um, and then you've got, what, Pereira, who's not a defensive midfielder anyway. You've then got, um, what's his name? Uh, people like Mata and Gomez, they're obviously not defensive midfielders because obviously, you know, we're still insisting on the whole 4 2 3 1 thing. Uh, defense is a bit of a mess. Phil Jones is just a joke of a footballer, and not a person. You know, I don't know him personally. Again, like I said with Lingard in the last couple of weeks, I don't know Lingard personally. He might be a nice guy. I don't know, but as a footballer, which is what I'm here to join, uh, here to judge people on. Well, both of them are terrible. Um, I mean that performance against Man City, not just from the team, but Phil Jones himself. He runs around after David, not David Silva, Bernardo Silva for a couple of minutes and pulls his hamstring like. What's 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 wrong with with him? Um, I I don't know, but he he's just because uh, didn't he sign a, a new contract like a season or two ago for a couple of seasons or whatever? Why we did that I don't know. Uh, Ashley Young has rejected a new contract because he wants to leave. Understandable. He's also passed it. He's now out of the players that are past it. He's not the worst one. Uh, he's actually capable of something sometimes, but then occasionally he makes dreadful, awful passes. So there's that. Uh, so he can go as far as, as far as I'm concerned. He's not the future of Manchester United. Shaw and uh, Williams are. You can debate whether or not you like Luke Shaw. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people see uh, Williams as the future. I do as well. But of course, Shaw and uh, Williams are both kind of young. Obviously, Williams is younger. Uh, we've refused. Well, not refused. Said we put it in quotes. Don't have interest in in triggering Christian Eriksen's 20 million release clause. Which good goodness gracious, like. You look at the midfield and you think, okay, even though Eriksen isn't a defensive midfielder, could easily slot him in that number 10 slot. Easily, easily do that. Or if we did play three in midfield, 
on the odd occasion could easily put him in the midfield and he would just like can you imagine a decent midfield of Ericsson, McTominay and Fred it's not the best midfield in the world but it's certainly better than what we've got at the moment uh, obviously Ericsson would also be a good replacement for Pogba that sort of attacking midfielder yes Ericsson maybe isn't as good as, he's, as he used to be but he's, he's edging out of his prime slightly but not past it you know what I mean uh, so the refusal to pay 20 million, like the, the Glazers uh, refusing to pay that, it just really shows how stupid and stubborn the owners are. And uh, I mean, that's his release clause as well. That's not a bid. That's not like, oh, we'll see if we can get him for 20 million. That's apparently his release clause. Uh, yes, he wants to go after Real Madrid and probably probably will do so in six months when his contract runs out. He'll prob- he pr- it will probably go there for free. If that's my actual... Ericsson prediction that's what I'm going to go with is we won't get in because we've already said that we're not going to he'll be at Real Madrid next season uh, as far as I can see and so will Paul Pogba and those will be their two new additions uh, to Real Madrid so you've got that um, yeah I don't know if I mentioned but Ashley Young apparently wants to go to AC Milan fine by me uh, into, into Milan sorry um, is it AC no AC Milan's where Lingard's supposed to be going which I would obviously also be completely fine with um, they both need to need to leave. They both shouldn't be in that team. They're both not good enough to be in that team. Um, and I don't know. I do point out Jesse Lingard a lot, mainly because he gets picked so much, which he has continued to do so. Not his fault. It's it's. Uh, I'm a Alex Ferguson. Goodness me. Uh, it's it's Solskjaer's choice to do that. Lingard has has the duty of if he's chosen to play in the game, which he has been week in week out for pretty much all this season. It's his job to go out there and at least play. Uh, so you, 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 I can't blame him. I, I mean, I point him out every week because he's bad every week because he plays every week. In games where he doesn't play, I can't point him out because he's not playing. But when he does play and he plays badly, I will tell you. When Ashley Young comes on badly, comes on plays badly, I will tell you. When Matic does the same thing, I will tell you. When Jones does, which I've just pointed out at the Man City game, I will tell you. So, uh, and when someone plays good, like when Rashford has the, the good um, game here and there, when Matomani does really good in midfield, does some really good work in midfield, when Williams is really good, I'll absolutely be sure to point them out like I have already done so. Um, but again, as, I, as I've said, it's not just me who wants some of these players out. And again, not just Lingard, but the, the Ashley Youngs, the Williams of the world, the Matic, Matic's of the world, Pogba, those sorts of players. The problem is... Our squad's already quite small, and considering the amount of injuries that we have, you've that's what four or five players. You, so you've got Matic, Young, Lingard, Jones, Pogba. That's five players that could go. Um, yeah, it's a uh, God. It's such a state, isn't it? Um, and you you just look and you think, okay, where can this problem be resolved? Who can resolve this problem? The Glazers. The, the Glazers, rather, sorry, not the Glazers, the Glazers, the owners, the disgusting owners that we've had for over a decade. Uh, I was also reading some reports the other day on Twitter that um, three different things, three three different notable things came up. There was a lot about Manchester United's financials and about how they've essentially sucked money out of this club, which we already knew about. I can't remember the numbers, but uh, that's not quite so, well, it is, it is relevant, but it's just numbers as far as I'm concerned. Um... The Man City game the other week, the obviously Carabao Cup game where we got destroyed, we got absolutely played off the park. It was embarrassing. Um, fans were queuing out the side outside the the stadium, but I don't think I don't know if it was Man City and Man United fans. I don't know where specifically it was on the in the ground because obviously there's the away and the home stands. Um, but fans were waiting outside for 15 minutes after kickoff. I think they'd scored. Well, regardless of to whether or not they'd scored. That's what a quarter of the game, roughly. It's almost half of the first half. 
roughly, you know, it's 45 minutes, so about 20-something minutes is about half of the first half, so not, not far off of it. D- disgusting. Uh, and the other thing is I heard that there was some um, leaks in the roof at Old Trafford. And so I don't know which, because obviously Old Trafford's a massive place. That doesn't necessarily mean the stadium's roof. It could be the toilets, it could be the staff room. I, d- I don't know where it was specifically. Obviously, there's loads of different rooms in Old Trafford. But uh, some sort of ro- uh, leak in some sort of roof somewhere. There was some painting. Uh, somewhere that needs to be done that hasn't been done. It's it's just the Glazers stepping back and not uh, completely stepping away from this club. Not literally, obviously they're not selling the club. Uh, that would be a dream, wouldn't it? And saying like, no, we're everything's fine. We're just gonna, you know, midfield's fine. You've got th- basically three players, uh, well four really, because the players we're going to choose for midfield is Garner, Matic, Fred, and Pereira. Right? Those are the those are the four that you can realistically put there. Uh, in the in the defensive midfield positions, obviously Pereira and Mata. And uh, Gomez can play more in the attacking roles. I wouldn't be surprised, uh, honestly, if in a couple of weeks or whatever you see Gomez and Pereira in defensive midfield. That's how bad I think things have gotten. So, and I like, I I think Pereira can ha- can have a good game if he's in the right position, which is the number ten role. He's not. He shouldn't be our main number ten. Neither should Gomez. But I think they've both got potential. Obviously, Gomez has got a bit more potential. Um, you know, he's younger. He's shown a bit of promise and everything. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's everything that's kind of happened over the break. Obviously, we've lost some bad games. We've won some decent games, like the Newcastle game. We got a bit of revenge there, but then we got beaten by, I think it was Watford uh, or or Wolves or whatever. Uh, I always get them too mixed up. One one of them beat us two 0 didn't they? I uh, lost to the two 0 to Man three uh, one to Man City. Uh, we won the Burnley game barely two 0 and just the same thing keeps happening tactically as well if, we, if we're going to move over to uh, Solskjaer himself. Um, just plan A is counter-attack. Plan B, there isn't a plan B. Uh, as you can see when we're outside the... Uh, I almost said enemies. Outside the opposition's penalty area. It's just like pass and guess. Pass and guess where we're going to go. It's just... Uh, God, what are you supposed to do at this point? I mean, as a, as a fan, some people have been saying, like, okay, let's st- let's stop buying tickets for the games. Let's stop buying season tickets. Let's stop... Um, buying merchandise and shirts and stop subscribing to MUTV uh, which is the main United TV channel obviously uh, stop doing all that and then once like let, let's say there was a strike of some kind and like 50% attendance went down by like 50% or something like there was noticeable seats missing and like some fans who may be a little bit more unaware of the situation would still go and it'd still be like yeah, yeah I want to go and see Man United but then the, the fans that know about what's going on and I'm, I'm not blaming the other fans I'm just talking about awareness of what's going on not not every fan does know um but some of those fans would still go in and maybe you'd see a bit of a dip in uh, attendance just some sort of way of really making that now may United are a billion dollar uh, dollar billion pound whatever company i've got loads of money we just don't want to spend any of it i mean you think about that i've just said billion billion pounds or billion dollars i think man united have probably got around that much money i don't know exactly but you think about that and then you think about how much someone like ericsson could fix it or not fix the team help the team significantly and 20 million pound pounds is just so little to spend it's uh pretty mind-blowing isn't it so um yeah what else did i want to talk about uh actually you know what let's take a quick break i'll tell you what else i've been up to on entertainment talk and then we'll come back and talk about some more of that see you in a minute today's sponsor is kualu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to kualu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner 
So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so yes, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Classic Reviews is back for Season 3. We've had three episodes come out so far. First of which was for Metal Gear Solid, of course the Kojima, Hideo Kojima uh, video game, uh, which is available, which is obviously on the, the PlayStation 1. Episode 2 was for Back to the Future 3, which was also wrapping up the coverage of the trilogy, ranking the trilogy, all that sort of thing. Episode 3 was for Jumping Flash, which is obviously the PlayStation 1 video game. Uh, that not many people maybe remember. Uh, maybe go and look it up, and you might be surprised, and you might sort of go, "Oh, it's that game." So have a look up uh, about that and see if you remember uh, good old Jumping Flash. Uh, doing a, a TV countdown for this year, top five best TV shows, which ended up being mainly for dramas. Two episodes have gone out. One is going out today as well. It might be out by the time you you, you hear this, so possibly three episodes, and then there'll be two more episodes to come out on the Fridays. Good places back today for the mid-season premiere, season four, episode ten. There's just three other episodes left for eleven. 12 and 13 so check out the podcast for season 4 episode 10 uh, The Witcher did full coverage for The Witcher for each episode for Netflix is The Witcher of course starring Henry Cavill so have a look out for that uh, on Netflix and look out for the podcast uh, Best and Worst of 2019 podcast you can still go and listen to that of course uh, that's over on the website as well me and David ranked the best and worst TV shows games and films for 2019 so have a look out for those uh, yes Natasha also wrote an article about her top 5 favourite male characters have a look out for that that's uh, an interesting read as well of course she did also write in the past uh, a couple of months ago about uh, Alpha on The Walking Dead and who should be the one to kill that character uh, so go and have a look out at what uh, Natasha has written for the website as well some good stuff over there um, I think that's uh that's about it. That's about all the stuff that we've been doing. So please check it all out. Check it all out, of course, on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. All right. Uh, one thing I do want to say about this as well is it's been kind of... I, I'm going to change the podcast. It's something I've definitely decided to do. Um, essentially, what I'm going to do is not do a podcast for each match because what... Uh, until things actually change with this club, which I don't, I couldn't tell you when that's going to be. I couldn't tell you what that change is going to be, how it's going to happen, or whatever. Um, if I had to come back and done like okay, a podcast for Man City game, podcast for the for the Watford game, podcast for the Burnley game, podcast for the uh, Arsenal game, which we also played terribly, and it, w- I feel like I would just have been repeating myself the same time, um, apart from obviously the wins, but just with the defeats because. Not only are fans kind of now saying the same things, which is like, okay, tactics are wrong, counter-attacking is the only thing we can do, we can't break down the, the low block, no signings being made, dead play, uh, deadweight players are still playing, like the uh, you know players that are past it are still playing. 
we all know this. We all know these things. We all know the club needs to be sold. The manager probably needs to, to probably needs to go. And uh, just on an Ole in and Ole out sort of situation, I am Ole out just because um, I don't think he's specifically done anything wrong. I just think that this job's too big for him. It's too big for his lack of experience. Um, and it's just the I really noticed it in the City game. That's where it really kind of clicked for me, and I was I was Ole out. Um, his refusal to pretty much change things uh, tactics-wise. Because sure, he wasn't backed in the transfer market. He has got bad players in his team. But that doesn't mean you can't change the formation, change some tactics, change some players around. Which is all of it within his control. Um, sure, he's got a very limited selection of players at the moment. But he can still change some things. And when we were... I think it was 3-0 down at half-time, wasn't it? Could have been 6 uh, for the Man City game. And you come out second half and, and you have exactly the same team out. Um, actually, was was Lingard changed? I think Lingard was the one change that he made. I can't remember. But pretty much the same team, same tactics. And then we go on and score one consolation goal. It really just kind of clicked for me of like, okay, he doesn't know what he's doing. And like, Solskjaer's a great guy and all that. You know, he, he helped us out in the 90s. Obviously, he scored that vital goal, vital goal. But that doesn't mean that we should keep him as manager. There's no like obligation there. Uh, but at the moment, Solskjaer is the yes-man for Man United. He's the guy who will go out in the press conferences, tell us what we want to hear, um, and say things like, uh, you know, when someone asks, OK, what happened today when you lost through onto Man City, and say things along the lines of, like, uh, oh, we had good energy, and we, we scored in the second half. But it's like, OK, but what about the first half? What about the things that you didn't change and that you didn't do? And, yeah, it's not all Solskjaer's fault. It's definitely not. It's definitely, definitely on the board and, and Edward Wood of what's happening at the moment. But that doesn't mean Solskjaer can't change formation, change tactics, change players. I mean, when you consistently play pretty much the same team week in, week out, and you... I mean, it's, I don't want to call Solskjaer insane, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, and that's what he's doing. He's changes the old player here and there, but like, how how many matches this season have we started the four two three one, and how much has he realised that it doesn't necessarily work? Um, like, he it, it, it just he could he could be changing things things, and he's not so. There you go. Uh, but yes, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, we all have concerns. So of course you can write those in as well to about uh, Man United or football or in general or whatever at the moment. Or get in contact with Entertainment Talk. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, yes, change of podcast that I mentioned. I no longer f- feel the need to podcast on every match. I also don't want to podcast on every match. I don't feel like I should force myself to do that. Um, which I pretty much kind of was. I was pushing everything else out of the way. And that's the kind of one thing about football I've said that's different to cover. Which is with with TV, you can just watch The Good Place later on. You can watch The Walking Dead a bit later on. Sports, you either see it live or you miss it. Like, the highlights isn't really the same kind of thing, is it? So... Uh, it's uh, it's it's kind of forced my hand somewhat schedule-wise because it's been like, okay, this game is on at this time. If I'm not there watching it, I don't watch it. So um, I'm still watching all the matches, of course. But uh, I think I'll just do a podcast every now and again. It's it's just exhausting. It's it feels a little bit pointless to just come in and be like, oh, you know, he didn't do this, didn't do that. Club still not sold, still not signed players, still not let people go, whatever. And it's just, it's just it's a little bit tiresome. So uh, apologies if you're disappointed. If you are, let me know and I'll consider 
doing something different. But uh, I think I'll come back for every couple of matches and just discuss them in a big bunch, like I kind of just did. I found that a lot better to do because I tell you what, like after watching like the Arsenal match and the Man City match, I kind of sat there and thought like I'm glad I don't have a podcast plan to do today. Not not in terms of like being sick on doing the podcast, like oh I'm fed up with doing podcasts. It's just like I I can't be bothered to talk about this game because it's just the same thing again. So. There you go. We'll see how it all works out. Of course, I can change my mind or do whatever. So um, we'll see how things go. But uh, yeah, that's that's all. There's pretty much that pretty much sums up that 20 minutes roughly. Pretty much sums up Manchester United, doesn't it? So we'll see if things change. I, I don't know what it's going to take for something to change. Uh, I don't know what it will take for Solskjaer to get sacked. Um, I I mean, it will take a lot less for him to just change the team, which is at very very minimum what you can what you have to ask to be expected is for this team to be changed when players aren't pulling their weight and that sort of thing which a lot of them aren't some of them are but a lot of them aren't so that's the minimum that you kind of kind of expect and that's not even really happening that much so there you go uh, alright you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org if you want to support the podcast support uh, entertainment talk um, we are of course on Patreon please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers Amazon affiliate link if you want to shop on Amazon we'll get a small cut it won't cost you extra uh, Patreon please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers iTunes feeds please rate, review, subscribe to those and word of mouth please tell your friends family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds um, and I've also come to the realisation that like I think if Liverpool win that game in hand there'll be what 16 points clear or something they they they've I think they've won the league at this point. I mean it's only January. There's still months to go, and they could lose a game here or there. But they'd have to see. That's the thing. Even if they lost like four games in a row or three games in a row, and Leicester kept winning, there'd still be a really big points gap. So I don't know. It's uh, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? So, but anyway, thank you all very much for listening. And um, yeah, I guess I'll see you next time. Goodbye.